Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Friday, April 2nd. And yes, tomorrow I'll tell you what happened in the jobs report. The jobs report is due out at 8.30 Eastern time. And we will give you the little recap. Don't worry, no sweat. But for today, all you need to think about is what are you going to do different in your financial life? What are you going to do different today? Just something different. It could be something teeny tiny. I don't care. I'm feeling like spring. It's a time of renewal. And, you know, I hate New Year's resolutions. So I'm just going to say it's a spring promise to yourself. Maybe that promise is, you know what? I'm going to email Jill and Mark. I'm going to ask them that financial question. And that is very easy to do, isn't it? Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Or if you're on our website, you can just go to jillonmoney.com. We've got a contact button there. And, you know, if you're shy and you say, oh, I could never be on a show with Jill, you know what? You can be because you can change your name. You can change the state of residence. You can do whatever you want. It's all up to you. But we'd love to have you come on and I like to hear your voices and I always find something interesting that maybe I didn't, I wouldn't have found if I were reading an email. So just let us know if you want to come on the air with us. That's what Alistair did. He's on the line from Connecticut. So Alistair, welcome to the program. Of course, there's no way that would be your name. So we know you've changed your name. I'm just going to call you Al. Okay. Because my father, my father was Big Al. That was one of his nicknames. So I'll, I'll call you Big Al. All right, Al, what's going on? How can we help you out today? Well, thanks for uh, thanks for taking uh, the time to talk to me today, Jill and, and, and Mark. I really appreciate uh, your podcast. It's a very refreshing uh, tone uh, to hear on podcasts. So um, yeah, I just had a, a big life change. Uh, I'm 55, and I retired. Uh, took an early retirement. Totally my decision. Um, there was no pushing me out the door. I also elected to take a lump sum pension distribution, and I just figured out how to allocate that, and I'm still trying to figure out how to allocate that. $250,000 now in a traditional IRA that is unallocated. It's just sort of sitting there in a cash position. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just wondering, you know, is that okay? Can I, can I keep dry powder uh, to kind of plan for market events or, or should I be trying to put all that money to work for me? First of all, congratulations on your early retirement. This is at the moment where I always am like, oh, I'm 55. I see I'm going to make it about myself. I'm 55 and I couldn't imagine retiring. So um, I am going to, I'm not allowed because as um, you will hear that Mark has required that I work for 20 more years. Is that right, Mark? It's 20, right? So I have at least 15. So I got to work till I'm 70. I kind of like that idea. If they want me, I'll stay. Now, Big Al, why did you decide at 55 to call it quits? Did you have a health incident? You know, one time I was talking to a guy and I'm like, what do you mean you're retired? He's like, listen, I had a near death experience. So I retired. But what about you? What prompted your retirement? Sure. So I'm probably um, from the Jurassic period in, in some respects. I actually still got a pension, which was great. Uh, and I, I worked for the same company for 33 years, right, wow. out, of, right out of college. Uh, you know, I started basically washing test tubes for $28,000 a year <laughs> wow. and, uh, and, you know, took different positions over, over the decades and uh, climbed the ladder. Uh, so I, I was very lucky. And, uh, you know, my father uh, worked for the same company at one time and he retired early as well. So I always had it in my head that I would do an early retirement. And it, it's actually fortunate because, um, you know, my older son is autistic and there's no day program service for him right now. So I was trying to work uh, remotely and, and take care of him. And so it, 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 it's all worked out. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy taking a break from work because it's been a long haul. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. So let's talk a little bit about the other money, not the 250 grand in the cash in the traditional IRA. How much money have you accumulated in savings? And tell us a little bit about what's in retirement and non-retirement. First of all, I just put on the table, my, my wife is a teacher and she's working still. She'll work probably for three more years. Not a lot of money. She makes 60000 but it, it's great. You know, it, it pays the bills pretty much. It's given us our medical coverage, which is tremendous. Awesome. And, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of expenses. We, we predict maybe about $80,000 a year in expenses. So uh, to answer your question, um, we have, I'm going to try and do some quick math here. If you total up my 401k and then also the uh, lump sum, which I've now put into IRAs, that comes to four point one million dollars. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. That's yeah. amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, you know, and I, I remember 20 years ago, you know, I was taking the kids on a, a trip to Disney World and it was all on credit cards and I took this big jug of change to the uh, to the bank so I'd have some cash. So uh, all in the background this was happening in the 401 days wow. and all that. Um, you, you would never never predict it from our lifestyle. So that's great. That is fantastic. So that's a lot. And what about non-retirement assets? Uh, So I, you know, I I realized I needed to have, I thought I was going to need to have something to keep us going between 55 and 59 and a half. I've learned that the 401k, you can withdraw at 55 if you Mm -hmm. keep that. But we have about $450,000 in cash that is just in, a, in credit unions. Um, and we're using that, um, you know, to supplement where we need it uh, beyond mm-hmm. our salary. How old? You're, you're 55. How old is your wife? 53. 
And you said she's a teacher. Will she get a pension she at her and when she finishes up she in will, three years? She'll get a pension and medical benefits, which is fantastic. Granted, you know, caveat, not all states are in great shape and you never mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we don't count any chicken until it's hatched and, and been fried up in the pan, you know. So I think that when you're over fifty, your pension benefit is usually fairly safe. I think it's the young ones who get screwed. Right. What is her pension benefit likely to be in three years? So, uh, you know, we're predicting somewhere around 30000 a year. So it's not going to be some huge amount, but it'll be very, very much appreciated and we'll take it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then if you look ahead, you know, forget about the, so we have these 10 years between 55 and 65. Yep. Go to 65 and tell me that you'll have, you'll have her pension. And then what's the social security look like for each of you? She's probably going to get like half of mine, that would probably make more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for her, that would be about 1400 a month. Mm-hmm. And for me, it'll probably be around 2800 a month if I'm recalling correctly. Okay. That's great. I mean, but I don't well, believe that either because, you know, trust fund is going to go broke. And- oh, relax. You're going to get it. Calm down. So you're going to have basically 50 grand in social security, 30 grand, her pension. There's your 80 it's pre-tax, but you know, you're in amazing shape. Let me just say that obviously, right. Thank you. Um, completely amazing shape. Well done. I feel fine about the cash that's sitting in the non-qualified, meaning the non-retirement account in the money and credit unions. I mean, obviously you should be looking at depositaccounts.com and try to get better interest rates, but you know, having a little bit extra cash because you are going to need, I would prefer you use that cash rather than actually, you know, pull money out of your IRA accounts. I'm sort of mildly interested in this idea that perhaps you guys should try to maybe convert some of the money that's in your IRA accounts into a Roth only because I don't know if your early retirement, did you, are, are you getting a, some sort of severance? Are you done? Is it, are you done getting any sort of salary this year? Yeah, I, so um, no severance. Uh, this was, you know, not one of those situations. I, I did get you know, a bonus this year uh, Mm -hmm. for my work last year. So that's, you know, 30,000 this year. But really between you and your wife, this is a low tax year, should be. 2021 should be a good tax year for you. The the next year will be a really low tax year. I've been thinking about Roth conversions and I spoke to my accountant about it. You know, he has kind of mixed feelings on it. We do have, uh, I didn't break it out for you, but 300,000 of that um, IRAs is in a Roth IRA. I've been trying to do that over the past few years. Mm -hmm maybe 90,000 of what's in the 401k would be classified as Roth 401k. Okay. Here's what I think. I hate to disagree with an accountant because I love CPAs, but I think he's nuts because I think that you've got huge risk um, from rising tax rates. I mean, don't worry, honest to God, don't worry about the social security trust fund going broke. Worry about the fact that you are likely to be forced to take a crap load of money out of your retirement accounts and tax rates will be higher. So, you know, right now, while you guys are in a lower tax bracket, maybe it's the 22% tax bracket, you know, I would start converting that money. You should use some of the money that you have in cash to pay the tax that's due on your IRA conversions and make that more Roth money. Because again, $4.1 million, let's, let's, uh, let's even say, let's say it's 3.8 million because some of that is Roth money, right? 
$3.8 million when you turn 72 is going to be so much money that you have to take out. It's going to be kind of rough. And I think it would be nice to know you're not going to do it all, but to have some of that money that's already been converted into Roth money, I think that would be great. Don't go crazy. In other words, you don't have to say, oh, I'm going to, you know, convert everything and, you know, up to four. Don't go crazy. But as long as you're in the 22% tax bracket, that goes up to 172,750. If you even do just that much for the next couple of years, great. Fantastic. It's just less money you have to take out later. Obviously, you understand that you're in tremendous financial shape for this for this scenario. You've done a great job. I think that having extra cash in a non-retirement account makes sense. The 250 grand that you have in cash in a retirement account, that feels like eh, the worst case scenario is you got to take that out when you're 72. So I don't think you have to make that all stocks only, you know, let's put really high risk stuff in there. But I do think having that allocated as sort of a, a nice, boring, balanced portfolio I think that would be great because you're probably not going to touch this money for 15 years or so. So I don't feel like having cash is a bad thing for you, but I do think that cash in a retirement account feels like not the greatest way to manage a, a retirement account. Can you live with that or does that feel scary to you? I mean, you may just be like the most risk averse person I've ever met who's got 5 million bucks. I'm, 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 risk averse has helped me to some extent, but uh, you know, you, I, I do have money in mutual funds and and there's some risk there. I've got some bonds. I'm just trying to figure out what to put it in. That's that's really the the, the question. Easy peasy. So where is this money being held right now? So it's being held in a Fidelity traditional IRA. Okay. So Fidelity has a ton of index funds. And what I would do is I would pick just a few index funds that would give me some allocation across broad asset categories. So there can be a stock index fund, US stock index fund, an international stock index fund, a U.S. bond fund, which is going to, and if you don't like risk, then you can make it a short-term bond fund. And um, maybe I would even, I think Fidelity might have a little commodities fund. Essentially, I would maybe put like 5% in a commodity fund. Maybe I'd put 30% in a 35% in a U.S. fund and, you know, 10% in international and the rest, the other half can be really boring. I mean, you could keep a little money in cash, but you want to have, you can have a short-term bond fund, a little bit more in, maybe I put like 5% of my bond position in an international fund and call it a day. And, you know, I think that if you're feeling queasy in general, it's most important that you listen to that because there's no reason for you to take on lots of risk right now after you've done all the hard work of saving for your retirement and you're there. So I don't think you should make, you should take ridiculous risk. I just think that, you know, listen, we're in a, a rising inflationary environment, meaning we are going to see prices go up a little bit. And, you know, I hate to lock in a loss, which is essentially having cash in an account, especially one that hasn't been taxed yet. So we got to try to grow your money faster than the pace of inflation. Right. And that's that's all you have to do. You don't have to take a ton of risk to do that. Well, that's, that's great advice, uh, especially the, um, the advice on the Roth conversions. Because I I've been hearing a lot of different thoughts on that, you know, and I I do have the certainty that taxes have to go up. There's just no yeah. way. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree with you. Can I shift gears for one second about your son? Yeah. Do you have a special needs trust that's been established for him? Yes, we do have a special needs trust. Okay, great. I just want to, 
you know, I'm trying to dot the I's, cross the T's. And that was one of the reasons for the lump sum as opposed to, uh, you know, taking a monthly check. I wanted to make sure that, you know, we built up our estate. You've done a great job. You know, if your wife wants to keep working, because, you know, my theme on life is that um, this pandemic has showed like, yeah, you, I love my spouse. I don't know if I want to be around him or her 24 hours a day. So if your wife wants to keep working, that's fine with me also. Well, I'll probably go back to work part-time doing something fun when when I'm ready. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Alistair from Connecticut, thank you for joining us today. You are a delight. And um, thanks for putting all of your stuff out there. I know it always feels a little bit weird. We really do appreciate it. And we wish you the best of luck. So enjoy your retirement. Thank you, Jill. And keep telling uh, people about the magic of compound interest. It really works. It really does work. If you want to enjoy the power of compound interest. Just listen to that. It's amazing. Guy says 20 years ago, he's going to Disney with like a few shekels in a, a, a coin in a piggy bank. So isn't that a great lesson? If you want to be like Alistair, you need some help. You want some guidance. Give us a holler. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Our website is jillonmoney.com. We've got a contact button there. And while you're there, sign up for our free weekly newsletter or maybe buy my book, The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money, 13 Ways to Right Your Financial Wrongs. All right. So deep breath. Try to do something fun. And don't forget to continue washing your hands and wearing those masks and maintain your physical distancing and try to lift someone up today. I really do appreciate when you do that. It makes me feel good. Tell us some, maybe you could just share some of that with us. It would be great. Uh, Mark and I are always very grateful for that you listen every day and we thank you for that. And we are hopeful that you are going to continue to do so. Thanks for listening today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 